0: Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Sunday, August 20th, 2017. (music) excuse my voice today. I woke up with uh, quite a bit of a cold and a lot of congestion, and I really actually couldn't even speak at all this morning, so I'm glad to be able to speak to you at all today. But that's the good news is, waiting to do this episode uh, until a little bit later meant that I got to watch the entire Xbox press conference from Gamescom. They had a live stream. Calling it a press conference is probably... uh, a little bit of a misnomer. It was much more of a hangout, much more akin to what Nintendo does with their Nintendo Directs. Uh, It was a bunch of people sitting on a couch and bringing people in. It was an hour and a half long. I don't think the link was justified by the content that they showed because there wasn't a ton of new information and it left me uh, a little bit underwhelmed. It also left me with an Xbox One X pre-order. I don't know why I do these things. I do have a 4K TV, so I'm excited about the 4K Blu-ray playing on Xbox One X. But I get caught up in the uh, newest, latest, best, techno-lust, and I I did it. I pre-ordered the uh, Xbox One X Project Scorpio edition from Amazon when it went live. So I'll give you at least uh, a full rundown when that arrives on November 7th. But to be honest, Microsoft didn't give... A ton of reasons to order one, even though pre-orders did go up today. Uh, They are saying that there will be over 100 games enhanced for Xbox One X. These are games that have already been released on Xbox One or Xbox 360 that are getting 4K upgrades. Uh, Most of the time, I think all of them are free upgrades to owners of the original titles. So if you've got a 4K TV you might be excited about the higher resolution for just a whole slew of games. But as far as exclusives on Xbox One X, at least for the holiday season around the time that it comes out, there really isn't much. Uh, it's, It's looking like Cuphead, Forza 7, and Super Lucky's Tale are what Microsoft are pinning their hopes on. Of course, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is a huge get for them as well, but hundreds of thousands of people are playing it already on PC. I think console-exclusive owners are excited about that. But really, Microsoft is betting that you're going to be excited to play the third-party games that are coming out this holiday. They put a lot of emphasis on Assassin's Creed Origins, as they did at E3, with new, a new trailer and new info about that. And most of the big third-party releases this holiday are on that list of enhanced games for Xbox One X, including Wolfenstein 2 and Star Wars Battlefront 2 and more. So Microsoft is is hoping you're going to be excited about playing those games on the most powerful system at the highest native resolution. And they're making a big deal about backwards compatibility, And the fact that a lot of older games are going to look better on Xbox One X as well. Is that enough? Are you, like me, stupidly ordering a new console when the console you have works just fine? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure that there is a compelling case to get an Xbox One X, especially at that high price point. But I'll let you know when it arrives on my doorstep November 7th because I jumped in. I got all wrapped up in the excitement. And I've done purchase myself one. I guess the one big actual reveal that they made of a new game is one that actually looked pretty darn cool, if you ask me. Uh, it's a new game from Frontier Developments and Universal. Uh, Frontier Developments made Elite Dangerous and Planet Coaster. And they revealed a new Jurassic Park game called Jurassic World Evolution. And this is a dinosaur theme park simulator. It is going to be released on PlayStation 4 and Windows PC along with Xbox One. So it is not an exclusive, but it was revealed for the first time on Microsoft's stage at their Gamescom press conference. The, uh, all CG trailer looks really, really cool. It evokes, uh, scenes that are familiar to anybody that watched Jurassic World a couple summers ago. And, uh... It's got that cool, you know, Sims-esque build your little city, create your theme park built all around dinosaurs. Of course, we're likely to see lots of uh, emergencies erupt as your dinosaurs can break free, as they do in that trailer. And while it is all CG, it certainly looks like it's going to be a pretty cool looking game. Um, I'm hoping that the in-game graphics will come close to what that CG trailer represented, but... Uh, we, we know this game isn't coming this year, it is coming 2018, summer 2018 in fact. So we got a little bit of a ways to wait for Jurassic World Evolution, a big reveal at Gamescom. I finished Uncharted The Lost Legacy last night and I wanted to tell you a little about it. Don't worry, I won't have any spoilers for you, but I can tell you I thoroughly enjoyed the game. From start to finish, it's an awesome Uncharted adventure with some new characters, uh, but it retains the magic that makes Uncharted Uncharted, which is jumping and climbing over cool stuff, going into completely jaw-dropping locations, some great combat, and the sense of adventure and storytelling that Uncharted does, I think better than anybody else. I'm a big fan of the Lara Croft games, especially the new Tomb Raider reboots that we've gotten a couple of recently. But nobody does bringing you to just incredible vistas and magical locations quite like Naughty Dog does. And Uncharted Lost Legacy is no different. You are on uh, on the trail of this ivory tusk from an ancient Indian culture, and uh, you find a lost city, and that lost city, just like all the other lost cities you've ever found in Uncharted games, is just beautiful and magical and full of really interesting ideas and and stunning, just just stunning things to look at. I mean, it brings you into places, has you climbing over things and looking down and hanging from objects that are are so... Incredible and just capture the imagination. Nobody does that better than Naughty Dog. I think Lost Legacy actually embraces puzzles in a way that the Uncharted games haven't really done. There are puzzles every now and again in an Uncharted game, but I don't think Uncharted 4 had any particularly memorable ones. There are two or three in the shorter time span of, of Lost Legacy that are actually difficult, challenging puzzles There's one in particular that has to do with some shadows that I found to be really chunky and interesting, really challenging to the the mind, in fact, to the point where it may turn some people off because um, the the solution is not readily apparent. You really have to kind of work at it, which I thought was a really bold choice for an Uncharted game, and that's not the only one of them. There are a couple, maybe three, um, puzzles that are actually not not obvious, and, and that's pretty cool. That's a pretty fun thing to be doing inside that world. Uh, the combat is still fun. Uh, it, I think there's too, still too much of it, uh, but there are big set pieces that really make the combat exciting. Uncharted is known for its cinematic set pieces, and The Lost Legacy brings that in spades as well. The very last chapter of this game... I won't spoil any of it, but it ranks among my favorite balls-to-the-wall Uncharted sequences. It's just crazy and over-the-top, and it keeps going and going and going. And I there were several moments where I said to myself, I can't believe I'm doing this. It doesn't exactly break new ground. I mean, at this point, I don't know what else they could do in Uncharted. You know, you've done cars and motorcycles and planes and trains and everything in between. So at a certain point, you kind of have to be Uh, using the same general components, but they find a way to make it thrilling and over-the-top and insane and fun. There are some wonderful surprises toward the end of this game that are great. Um, Some great villain characters as well. And I loved hanging out with Chloe and Nadine. I mean, they were a joy as well. The big change, and it's something I've talked about before, is there is one chapter in the game, and it's only one chapter of nine, But there is one chapter that is fully open world and allows you to do objectives in any order and has a big kind of robust optional series of objectives that are all sort of mini puzzles that I highly recommend doing. The reward is not particularly awesome for it, but the puzzles themselves are worth playing and doing. But they're completely optional. I think that's cool. It's a cool thing to add into Uncharted, but it literally only happens one time in one chapter, and it doesn't feel like a big See change for the series. It just feels like this fun side thing that happens in in one moment. But they find a way to, to make that work. And Uncharted honestly works best as a linear experience anyway. So the fact that most of the game sticks to the template of what makes Uncharted Uncharted is not a bad thing. Lost Legacy is very fun. It's much shorter than a typical Uncharted game, but that's not bad either, especially at a lower price point. I recommend it.